this is your host Victoria and in today's episode we are talking about setting daily intentions. We're talking about what kind of impact this type of practice could have on your life, how you can realistically implement it into your day-to-day, and I'm going to end with a little challenge to encourage you to set these daily intentions every single day for one full month. And I'm gonna bring you through all of that in today's episode. As usual, I would love to know where in the world you are and what you are doing as you listen to this episode. I've had a lot of you tagging me recently on your daily walks as you listen to this or what you're cooking while you listen to this. So please tag me on Instagram at Victoria Sardin. I would love, love, love to see. Enjoy guys. Welcome to the Victoria Sardin Podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Today we are talking about setting daily intentions. I wanted to talk about this topic today because as you know, I do monthly challenges on my Instagram and for the month of September, the challenge is setting a daily intention. This challenge starts today, which is Monday the 6th of September, the day this episode goes live and it's continuing for 25 days until the end of the month. So regardless of when you're listening to this episode, maybe it's right as I've launched this episode, or maybe it's way into the future, regardless, it doesn't matter. Today's episode is really bringing you through what is an intention, why is it important, what kind of impact can setting daily intentions actually have on your day-to-day life, how can you implement this practice realistically into your day-to-day, and I'm gonna end with some questions to prepare yourself for the challenge ahead. So let's get straight into it with what is an intention because I feel like there's a lot of misunderstanding whenever I talk to my clients about setting intentions. A lot of them confuse intentions with goals. So let's start with what an intention is not and an intention is not a goal. So it's not something that can be ticked off the to-do list that can be checked off as done and closed, right? So you can imagine a goal being, let's say, to email, I don't know, your tax advisor, that's something that can be checked off the list. Great, I've sent the email, that task is done. An intention is not a task, it's not something that can be completed, it is something that is continuous, that is ongoing. So it's more of a mantra or a value or a mindset or mentality or just something you really wanna keep in mind that's going to be ongoing. So I'm going to give you a few examples of what intentions could look like. An intention could be, let's say, today my intention is to bring enthusiasm into my day. I want to bring energy to every person I speak to, to every activity I engage in, to every instance, to every moment, to every second. That could potentially be an intention. You could also set an intention which is focused on something that you know you're going to be facing. So let's say you're about to have a really challenging day. Maybe you're about to spend the day with, I don't know, your mother-in-law or your boss or a relative that you generally struggle with. Maybe what you want to set as an intention for that day 
is stay calm, stay cool. Or maybe it's simply three words, right? Calm, cool, collected. That's a classic one. Or maybe it's breathe deep. Or maybe it's don't let them impact your inner world. You are in control of your inner world. Another example would be, let's say you're preparing for a really busy week ahead at work and you really want to make sure that you're using every single day as productively as you can in order to make sure that time does not start to catch up with you and you don't end up being completely behind the following week. So maybe that intention would be move the needle forward, do the activities that make a difference. You can also set an intention around your health, such as breathe deep and eat slowly or be conscious of what enters your body or feed your body with nourishing thoughts and nourishing food. You can also set yourself an intention more around how you live your day to day, such as when I find myself drifting mentally to the past, bring myself back to the now. That could be an intention perhaps you could set yourself during a week of holiday. So reminding yourself, Don't worry about what's to come after the holiday or everything you're gonna have to catch up on. Be now, be present, enjoy the moment. So those are some examples of intentions. I hope that that has clarified it a little bit in terms of what it can look like, a phrase, a sentence, even just a stream of words or a value you wanna hold on to. Those are all types of intentions. The key here is that it's something that is continuous, that you are constantly bringing yourself back to and you are never quote unquote finished with. So why this idea of setting daily intentions, right? Why did I choose this as the September challenge? First of all, the reason why I chose it as the challenge for specifically this month is because I've been seeing a lot of posts on the internet recently reminding us that there are four months left of the year. That is nothing. The year is flying by and I think that with all the lockdowns and with COVID and all of that going on, it's felt like a lot of us have been kind of waiting during this year. 2020 was a bit of a shock year, let's say, and 2021 just kind of felt a little bit like waiting, waiting for this all to be over, waiting to be able to live quote unquote normally again. Right? So when we're in this state of waiting, that's when time can start feeling like it's going by really, really fast. We're not necessarily living now or enjoying now because we're in this state of waiting, almost wanting time to go by faster. And one of the ways that is really powerful to kind of combat this idea of time just flying by and falling into the classic Where did the week go? Where did the month go? Where did the year go, right? All this time, where is it going? How is it just flying out of my hands? Well, it's by setting a conscious intention. So last week's episode was all around the topic of thoughts are expansive. If you have not yet listened to that episode, then I really, really recommend that you have a listen because I think it was a really powerful one and I got a lot of good feedback, so it'll be linked in the show notes below. But it's this idea that what you think becomes your reality. Thoughts are expansive. Even the small little thoughts in the back of your mind, they grow and they become your reality. They become your life. And that's dangerous because the reality is that 80% of the thoughts we had yesterday will be the same thoughts we're having today. And 80% of the thoughts we're having today will be the same tomorrow. So if our thoughts 
create our feelings and our emotions and guide our actions and ultimately create our reality, then that means that we are more or less destined to have the exact same life today as we will tomorrow, as we will the following day, as we will the day after that, and we're more or less destined to not change over time, to be in the same place today as we will be at the end of the year. And that's a little bit of a scary thought, right? We don't want to stay stuck. We want to constantly be growing and evolving and maturing and changing with time. And especially if you're the kind of person that is listening to this podcast, I know that's something that you want. So how can we avoid falling down this very slippery slope? Well, setting daily intentions is a tool that allows us to move away from that because every day we can decide what our thoughts will be. And you might tell me, well, no, Victoria, I can't decide my thoughts, right? My thoughts just pop into my head and they're based off of what's going on around me. But there's a cognitive bias that actually suggests the contrary. And it's the confirmation bias, and I've mentioned it a lot in previous podcast episodes, but it's the idea that we're always going to confirm what we believe. We're always going to seek things that prove what we believe and what we're looking for. So let's take the example of you going to a social gathering, maybe it's a party that you've been invited to, maybe at the beginning you can't really be bothered or you're not that excited about it, or maybe you're a little bit nervous. Regardless, you've really decided to sit down and set the intention of approaching every person and every conversation with curiosity and decided to really make the most of the event, to speak to as many people as possible and to take every conversation as an opportunity to learn. If you were to have set yourself this intention, you're essentially anchoring the belief that every person at that party is not only worth speaking to, but has the potential to teach you something. And if that's a belief that you're anchoring in just as you enter the party, then naturally as you go through the evening, every conversation, you're gonna be seeking things that you can learn from the person you're talking to. You're gonna be seeking ways to turn the conversation into something interesting, into something engaging. You might start without even realizing, kind of formulating your questions differently and actually showing curiosity towards the person you're talking to. And that might turn into some really interesting conversations. And ultimately, you have changed the outcome of the event you went to simply based on that intention. Because that intention anchored in a belief and ultimately what you are seeing at the party, instead of seeing a bunch of boring people that you can't be bothered to socialize with, you're seeing people who are all there to teach you a lesson. And so you have changed your reality simply by the intention you have created. So that's where it can be incredibly powerful because it can ultimately change your outcome. And this is especially important because it is so easily to unconsciously fall into the same patterns again and again. You might fall into the pattern of being really socially awkward and struggling to interact with other people and therefore struggling to make connections and every single event you go to just feels like a drag, it feels like an effort, and you know that you're not gonna get anything out of it, but simply flipping that intention 
can change that around. We no longer fall into the same patterns over and over and over again, and we're starting to change our reality. As people, we're more likely to seek staying the same than to seek change. We seek to stay in our comfort zone, and that's completely normal and it's completely natural, but it's what makes time speed up. It's what makes us fall into these unconscious patterns and it's essentially what guides us to stagnation rather than growth. So this is where the power of intention can make a massive difference. I'd go even further and say that another area in which setting these daily intentions can make a huge difference is that it can actually increase our confidence as we prove to ourselves our personal power. Let's say you set yourself the intention of showing up as your absolute best self at your next meeting. You know you've been slipping into this pattern of passivity and not really putting in a huge effort at work, and you know it's really impacting how you work with your colleagues and your progress in the workspace. So you've decided to really set this intention. You know what, at the next meeting, I'm gonna show up as my best self, I'm gonna share new ideas, I'm gonna interact, and I'm really gonna put my best self forward. If you show up with that intention to your meeting, First of all, you're much more likely to seek opportunities for you to show up in that way, to actually show up in that way. And then after the meeting, you'll leave feeling incredibly proud of yourself, saying, wow, I set myself the intention and I did it and I showed up and it had an impact and it worked well. And that increases your feeling of personal power, thinking you're not just a victim to your life. You are the one in the driver's seat. You're the one deciding where you're gonna go and how you're gonna do it. And that increases your sense of confidence as well. So this small action of setting these daily intentions can have a huge impact, not only on what your life looks like, but how you see yourself. And we know that once our feeling of personal power and confidence starts to grow, then that has bigger impacts on other areas of our life as well. So let's go more into the concrete. How does this daily intention setting actually look? And how can we easily incorporate into our life? You might tell me, look, Victoria, I've got enough on my plate. There are so many rituals, right? We're told we should be doing daily yoga. We should also be meditating. Don't forget to journal and connecting with people and don't be on your phone, but make sure you still respond to all of your messages. So it can feel endless, right? But what I'm suggesting here is this daily intention does not have to take one more second in your day than you're already spending. Some examples might be maybe you can set your daily intention while you make your breakfast, right? All you need to make your breakfast are your hands. So maybe during that time, that is a time in which you can set your intention. Maybe if you really enjoy cooking and you see it as a very creative outlet, well, this can be the perfect time. Alternatively, maybe you can set your daily intention while you sit down and have a coffee. If that's a really nice moment for you in the morning, then that can be a really nice time to do it. Perhaps you choose instead to actually share your daily intentions with your partner. Maybe it's the first thing you talk about when you wake up in the morning. So instead of talking about the weather or what you have on today, you're really planning your intention together. And if you already have some type of morning practice like yoga or meditation or breath work or something along those lines, then it's something that you can do during those practices as well. Maybe you're starting your yoga practice with three deep breaths and setting your intention for the day. It is already included in the practice you're already doing. 
So that is if you want to simply go about it on more in that mental aspect. And this does not take any more time than your day will already take up. However, if you do have the time to add in 15 seconds or 30 seconds to your day, then I do really recommend writing it down. And this is for several reasons. One, you're much more likely to actually anchor it in when you write it down. The simple task of writing with your hand does increase the chance that it stays in your memory. And this has been proven time and time and time again. So if you can write it down, I really recommend that you do. It gives you also a feeling of taking this time for yourself. You really feel like you are committing when you write it down. And not only do you feel like you're committing, but it gives you this internal sense of regaining control of your day because you are taking that time for yourself first thing in the morning and you are deciding what intention you will bring about your day. Another little tip to make sure that these intentions actually have a big impact on your day and on your life is actually setting an alarm midday. So I've personally set an alarm for every weekday of the month at 1 p.m. And this alarm reminds me to take a deep breath and to reconnect with my intention of the day. So if you are looking to really engage in this challenge fully and see the kind of impact it might have on your life after a month, then I recommend you go as well and set that alarm because it will make sure that that intention doesn't simply slip into the background throughout the day, but it's something that you can bring back to the forefront of your mind halfway through the day and you're much more likely to act with intention as well. So I hope that you are keen to join into the challenge. What I'm gonna do now is leave you with a few questions for you to think about in order to make sure that you make the most of the September challenge or whenever you are listening to this episode. And the first one is, let me know that you are joining. Why is that important? It's because accountability makes a huge difference. If you actually take the time to send me a message and say, I'm joining in with the challenge, I'm in it, maybe you send me a picture of where you're doing your daily intention of the morning, or maybe you simply write to me your intention of the morning, you are so much more likely to maintain it. And if you'd rather not talk to me about it, that's fine, but maybe you can tell somebody else. Who else can you get involved? Can you tell a friend about this challenge? Can you tell your partner about it? Even if they don't necessarily want to do the challenge with you, simply having shared it with somebody makes you much more likely to stick with it as well. The second question is simply asking yourself, when will you be setting your daily intentions? Is it the second you wake up? Is it when you're in the shower? Is it when you're making your coffee? The second question is, where will you be setting this daily intention? Will you have your notebook right by your bed and you'll scribble it down the second you wake up? Or maybe you're gonna write it into your phone while you're having your breakfast. And the third question is how? Is it when you're meditating? Is it when you're doing your yoga? When, where, and how will you be setting these daily intentions? And the final question is how will you remind yourself throughout the day? Maybe it's something you'll remind yourself while you're having lunch. Maybe it's something you'll remind yourself as you close your work off for the day. Or maybe you can set yourself an alarm as I had suggested. And that way you make sure that you are reconnecting with your intention midway through the day. So I hope that that was interesting, guys. I hope you're keen to join in with me in this challenge. 
As I said, we have four months left of the year. That is nothing. And by the time you've listened to this, it's a little bit less than four months. We've already done one week into September. So if you are looking to make the most of the rest of 2021, of entering 2022 with a whole new toolbox of tools to show up as a different version of yourself, to perhaps leave behind these repetitive patterns you can't get away from, and to move away from living simply unconsciously and following the route and losing track of time, but to actually get back into the driver's seat of your life, to make the change you want, to get to know yourself, and ultimately to reach self-mastery, then I really recommend that you check out my self-mastery solution program. I'm starting with my final cohort of 2021 at the end of September. We're starting on the last week of September. This is going to be a big one because we are ending the year all together. This cohort will be going all the way until mid-December. So if you want to join, there's still a few spots left. There'll be a link in the show notes below. Please send me a message. Let me know you're interested. I'll give you the details and you can join in as we all wrap up the year together, growing, learning, discovering ourselves and reaching self-mastery together. I cannot wait to hear what you thought of this episode, guys. And I really hope to have you on board with not only the intention challenge, but with the self-mastery solution at the end of the month. In the meantime, guys, I will see you next week for a brand new episode.